0: You're listening to Things That Make You Go Woo. I'm your host, Emily, also known as Emily and Her Stars. I am a professional medium and astrologist. And when I'm not busy helping my clients, I have a passion for learning about the woo. From history to current events, interviews, and monthly energy reports, I hope this podcast makes you go woo too. Hello everyone! Welcome to the July Cosmic Energy Report. I have been excited, I think is the best word, to record this episode because I've really done a deep dive into the zodiac sign of cancer this year, more so than maybe any other year, and partly because of What's coming in in the stars for us as a collective, but also for the United States in particular, we have a very full July, we've got lots of things coming in, we have um, three stellar days, like double star stellar days, which is exciting. We've got some wacky energy coming in right off the bat at the first of the month. So that's part of why I wanted to get this episode out as soon as possible. So you can be prepared this Friday and Saturday. And aside from that, I want, I'm a perpetual believer in hope, and I want to spread the idea of hope, because so much of what we are going through right now feels heavy for very many of us. Chances are, if you're listening to this, you understand what I mean. (laughs) I'm not going to try and go too political on this episode, but it has been a very um, grief-filled 10 days we'll say that now I want to remind everyone that astrology is not exact what I mean by that when I draw a chart I am using a very specific time and location and date of birth those sorts of things are exact and the stars and the calculations created off of that are exact it's the interpretation of that information that is not exact. And much like a medium uses our tools, our senses, our experiences to bring through evidence and messages from loved ones on the other side, an astrologist too uses their own toolbox to decipher the information that's coming from the stars. We can say that You know, this house means this and this planet means that and together they create what I think is X. And I don't want you to ever rely on my astrology information as the word of God, the word of gold, the the end all be all, because there's no astrologist that can do that. And if there are any that say they are, they're full of beans. (laughs) But Astrology is that interpretation of energy that we see in the sky. And with those variables, including hemispheres and time zones, all of these things, it's really important to remember that astrology is about being intuitive. And what I share during these messages comes not only from what I intuit and from what I research in the stars, but also from what I experience others around me feeling. Um, each month, you know, I sit and I feel into what I'm struggling with personally, what I notice friends and clients struggling with as well. And then I combine that with the upcoming planetary positions of the month and voila, that is how the monthly cosmic energy report comes to birth. <laughs> so let's get started. July is starting off in cancer season as it always does. Cancer starts uh, approximately the 21st or 22nd of June and lasts until approximately the 21st or 22nd of July, depending on the sun and leap leap years, all that sort of thing. And cancer season, I feel like in some ways gets a bad rap and in some ways is misunderstood just as they, you know, deep. Dive into emotions. (laughs) They also are the sign that comes along at the first turn of the zodiac. That's the first element we come to that makes us think of our emotions. And the first three zodiac signs Aries, Taurus, Gemini, Cancer are very personal, they're very instinctual, they're very survival based. And Cancer is that first emotional sign. And so when we talk so much on social media about cancer being this, oh, emotional, sad, (laughs) overwhelmed, complicated, their feelings get hurt, all of these things, yes. But really, that's taking sort of a cheap shot at cancer. And I'm totally guilty of it as well. I have too much air and fire in my zodiac to have time, frankly, for water signs (laughs) But what water allows us to do is to take the time to regenerate, right? If we don't understand how we feel, if we don't understand what makes us happy, what makes us sad, what excites us, if we don't take the time to recognize those, then we don't know how to continue in a way that lights us up or even furthers us in our destiny, And what cancer season, what happens I think every year is it's very emotional. It's this time of year where people tend to cry. I'm just going to say it. I tend to be a crybaby during water seasons. Um, it's, It's a feeling of nostalgia. It's a feeling of not really understanding why something is coming up again and making you feel angry or sad or judged or frustrated. But also, it's this time that we are meant to take a pause and slow down and understand why we're feeling that, how it makes us feel and what we can or can't do to change it. And so many times when an emotion comes up, we have these two choices. We can either cling to that emotion and wear it like a soft blanket of like, I am sad and I'm gonna be sad for days and nothing can change my mind and this is my mood, right? We can grip with tight, tight fists to that emotion. On the other hand, we can literally have five emotions in an hour. We can move through them so quickly we don't even recognize them. We don't take the time to sit and say, oh, was that jealousy? was that indifference? What did I just feel? Science has really started to discover that there are no standard set of emotions, that so many other factors come into play. Our hormones, our biology, our history, our ancestry, so many things come into play about how we feel emotion, where they reside in our body, and how we cope with them. And so During cancer season, I want you to just be aware. You don't have to fix it. You don't have to put a label on it. You don't have to do any of those things, right? The last thing we need on our list right now is a to-do. But I do ask that you just be aware of those emotions when they come up and to give them the space they need to breathe and to thank them because without those feelings, we wouldn't have the ability to connect with one another, to empathize with one another, to sympathize with one another. And water allows us to dip into our intuition into spirituality, into these other realms where we feel things that we don't always have the ability to put words to. And we're coming out of Gemini season right now where everything was words and excitement and sharing and participating with one another. And The thing that happens in cancer season, even though it's the summer and we're excited to be out and about, sometimes we find ourselves a little bit secluded wanting to go to the mountains or go to the beach and be by ourselves and have long moments of pondering life over glasses of iced tea and read books that help us escape into other realities. And that's all part of cancer. There's a vulnerability and I hope that when things come up this season for you and you feel vulnerable, like the little crab on the beach that has shed its shell for a moment and feels scared because it doesn't have anywhere to go, but it's brave enough to take the first few steps it needs to to get to its new house. I want you to remember that feeling because vulnerability can be so scary, but it also is what leads us to change and what leads us to possibility of things being bigger and better. And honestly, I feel so many of us holding on to that hope right now, we are still in the process of things crumbling and illusions coming to light. And there is a possibility for us to feel completely overwhelmed and to almost freeze in that panic. So instead of freezing, I ask you to lean into those emotions and find out where they are in your body, ride the tide, and let them come and go. Now, I've promised in my newsletter and on Instagram and various places that I would talk about the Pluto return for the United States. And astrologically speaking, this is what happens when a planet in the sky returns to a place where it was when something profound happened. And in this case, we're talking about Pluto returning to its exact position in the sky that it was in on July fourth, 1776, with the founding of our nation, the United States. And There has been a lot of talk about the crumbling, the evolution, the transformation that comes with Pluto. It's this idea of death and release in order for something else to come in its place. And that can be scary when we're talking about the very country (laughs) that we may or may not be residing in or near. And there have been a lot of cases of astrologists taking a little bit of what I feel is a a heavy doomsday approach, right? If Rome fell during its Pluto return, then surely this is the end of the United States. And we might as well just all give up and stop fighting because it doesn't matter. It's all over. And I don't believe in that. What I do believe in is that the United States were founded under the sign of cancer. And cancers, like we've talked about already, are a fan of comfort, comfort food, comfortable clothing. They like to take care of those that they love. They are protective to an extreme in some ways. It's an idea that family comes first, and there's a reminiscence about the way things were. To me, this describes America to a T. But what's also interesting is that a Cancer in general can be very generous, so welcoming. They're the ones that show up with a casserole that is always the perfect dish at a party. And we literally have at the harbor in New York City, a statue, you know the one I mean, (laughs) that has engraved on it, give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free. And to me, that is the crux, the the origin of what the United States means. And while Pluto is here asking us to re-examine that, we have to remember that it was also asking our forefathers to re-examine what was happening during their time, they too were seeing a death and a disconnect. Their disconnect was from England and from the monarchy. And there were more families here than we want to admit that did not want to separate from the monarchy, did not want that to happen. And who we are today is based on that evolution and transformation. It didn't happen overnight. We like to think that it's one chapter in a history book and it happened in six months and everything was fantastic, but it didn't. And so even though things are transpiring here for us during the Pluto return in the sign of cancer, all of these things, it's a time for us to sit with our emotions and re-examine what is important to us for our country, what we value, and it's going to take time to write the sales. So with that being said, let me jump into the transits for the month. Now, July 1st and 2nd, we have Mars in direct conflict with Pluto, which is in retrograde. So this is that portion of the month where I'm talking about it coming in with a literal bang. We've got the planet of action, right? Mars is even about war. And it's coming in and arguing essentially with the planet of transformation and death. So this energy can be aggressive. It can be full of tension or even overwhelming. And can possibly lead people to jump before they're ready to, um, even without thinking. So I ask you to be careful July 1st and 2nd, just because it's possible that people will act out. It's possible that more things will come to light. And just to be aware that it always gets rough before it gets better. Now, on July 2nd, we have Mercury in conflict with Neptune, which is also in retrograde. So this is our planet of communication, which can feel trickly, tricky today when you verbalize your dreams, right? And Neptune makes us think that things are maybe better than they really are. It can get carried away sometimes. So remember that some ideas are good and some aren't. So be careful to what you agree to on the 2nd. Mercury will also be with ease at Saturn in retrograde on this day, so Mercury communication can gain some clarity for you today um, with Saturn bringing in the responsibility factor. So make sure you aren't feeling pressured to decide with that clouded mind. Better to just wait the weekend out. (laughs) On July 3rd, we have Mercury. Again, this is communication slightly strained with Pluto. So while everyone wants to hang out (laughs) um, and we have a little less tension with Mars, you might end up needing to adjust your plans or communication may get missed on Sunday, just something to be aware of. On July 4th, we actually have the planet of communication, Mercury, in harmony with Mars or planet of action. So this is a lovely day where our actions and words are actually fully aligned, on July 5th, we have the planet Mars moving into the sign of Taurus, and it's going to reside here until August 20th. So, this is the planet again of action and motivation. It will actually be asking us to work a little bit slower and with more mindfulness. Um, what's interesting about Taurus is that it rules natural resources, money, and beauty. I also, this impartially rules feminine Venus, or Taurus and Venus are vem, feminine signs and we know we've had a shortage in baby food our grocery store shelves are looking a little depleted Um, feminine hygiene products so I I do believe we're going to start to have some additional issues around um, grocery stores and goods being on the shelves just something to be aware of that is part of Taurus natural resources and food supply chains that sort of thing Oh, also on July 5th, we have Mercury moving into Cancer. So this is communication moving into Cancer until July 19th. Um, here in this setting, Mercury is going to be asking us to connect and communicate with family and friends. This is an additional layer of that nostalgia, that getting comfortable, that wanting things to be the way they were, which is why I always think of July as family reunion time. Um, This is also a time to plan out sort of your long-term goals for the future, what really matters to you outside of your work life. On July 6th, we have Venus in harmony with Chiron. This is a beautiful day that can help you with relationship issues, money problems, self-love And really so much more by helping you sort of ease the pain, right? Chiron is that wounded warrior for us. And Venus is just giving it a little love. It's a really great day to maybe schedule a healing appointment. On July 8th, we have the sun in direct conflict with our wounded warrior, Chiron. So where we had healing forces um, on the 6th and a little bit of the 7th, you may now have to look at the issue head on. And while it could feel good, but the other tension of the day, it could leave you feeling a little bit frustrated. So we've got communication and conflict with Jupiter. This is just double check those details, those errors, misunderstandings. So where things maybe feel healing on the 6th, the 8th and 9th could be a little frustrating. On July 10th, we have the Mercury and Sun in harmony with Uranus. This is a great day for work and play you will probably feel a push to be adventurous in your plans and think outside of the box no matter what you do i would recommend just planning a really fun day on july 10th it's a sunday have a barbecue hang out with your friends do something exciting now on july 12th we have venus at ease with saturn this is a comfortable day to be productive this is a tuesday so you know make sure you've got uh, time in your schedule to really crack down and get busy on some projects. This is a balanced energy that's going to help you make major decisions and purchases. Um, Be careful to not offer more than you can really deliver because they can get carried away with each other in that placement a little bit. We also have Mercury visiting our little pesky wounded warrior again. Something could irritate it today, but it's also maybe going to show you another opportunity to kind of nurture that wound for yourself. We also have the sun in harmony with our north node. Now, this is a great opportunity for clarity and downloads. And with our north node in Taurus this year, again, this can be in regard to money, resources, or comfort. So, an opportunity to kind of tap into your higher consciousness today. On July 13th, we have a full super moon in Capricorn. The super moon this month is the buck moon because, as male deer had always shed their antlers, they would begin to regrow them in July, hence the buck moon. It's also called the thunder moon due to the wild summer storms sometimes. A summer moon means that the moon is physically closer to the earth than a typical full moon, which will make it also appear larger than normal. Now the Capricorn energy around this will illuminate your professional life. This is a great day for launching something, for charging crystals, making moon water, anything you want a little of that extra juju for for your business. This is a great one. Now Mercury will be in harmony this day with Uranus as well. This is asking you how you can bring about the powerful change you seek by stepping out into the world with your voice and your ideas. Again, this is all about launching that big thing. This can also cause people to bend the truth slightly, right? That Mercury, Uranus, it makes people do funny things. So make sure you get receipts for transactions and keep a realistic view. On July 15th, we have Venus in a strained relationship with Pluto. Watch your expectations today. Um, Don't focus on the fears and obstacles. And the moon is going to meet up with Saturn today. So that might help you distract yourself. And you might want to clean out a drawer or a closet instead of (laughs) getting down and dirty with some of the other things that come up. On July 16th, we have the sun in a strengthening position with Mercury. Here, the sun is really going to illuminate our plans and our busy mind. And it's going to have you seeking clarity on that big project. So don't forget to write things down. This is a really great day to brainstorm, to collaborate with your team, to bring some visions to life. On July 17th, the planet of Venus is going to move into Cancer. So now we're going to have three planets here hanging out in this sign. And it will be here until August 11th, when we will collectively be focusing again on our homes, our family life, what makes us feel most secure. This is a time to sink into those relationships that you already have and to nurture them in a way that feels good to you. Also on the 17th, we have the moon and the, excuse me, Mercury and the sun at ease with Neptune. Now this energy brings in sort of a dreaminess today, right? Neptune likes us to get into our dreamscape, it's watery, what else can we do with our intuition? And so you may be feeling your intuition heightened, your emotions heightened, but you may also gain some clarity for the bigger picture of your life, great opportunity to meditate. On July 18th, we have Mercury in tension with Pluto. It's one of those days where it feels easier to focus on the negative, but remember, is that really the truth? Pluto can lead things to look a little foggy. And so this combination really demands the facts and honest perspectives. So keep that in mind. On July 19th, we have Mercury moving into Leo. So after flying through Cancer at record speed this month, Mercury, our planet of communication, is now powering on into the sign of Leo, where it's going to really hang out until August 4th. Again, not a super long time. Collectively, we're going to become bolder. We're going to get more creative in expressing ourselves. Don't be afraid to talk about something silly and fun. Remember, it can't be work all the time. (laughs) We also have that wounded warrior Chiron beginning its retrograde on July 19th. Now this happens every year, not to fret. Um, And it's really when most of our spiritual healing begins to happen within us, and not through events outside of us, right? Retrograde draws us into our internal landscape. And Chiron is going to hang out in retrograde until December 23rd. So this is a time for doing your own inner work through reading, journaling, or maybe even meditation. We also have the sun in tension with Pluto today. Now, this is a big one. Remember this, July 19th. This is kind of a doozy. Pluto likes extremes and people will either want to help. they're going to get caught up in their ego today. And when you add the fact that the moon is in Aries this day, it's like adding a little bit of fuel to the fire. So keep that one in mind. On July twenty second, we have Leo season beginning. As the sun finally makes its way out of the watery feelings and depths of cancer season, it moves into its home sign of Leo. Here is where the sun feels 100% at home. And it asks us to find what lights us up. And then makes a joke about why the heck you're not doing it already, right? (laughs) This is a time to step into your professional creative power and bring out the best of yourself in everything that you do. Leo is that fiery energy that gets us excited about our passions and helps make us more confident to show up as our unique selves. This is all about letting that inner child out, let it leave work early, have some fun. We can't just be here to survive. And Leo comes along at that portion of the Zodiac that asks us, is this all? There's right, there's, we've got to live to have fun. So don't ignore that draw. On July 23rd, Mercury is at ease with Jupiter. So here, mental Mercury and wise Jupiter form this comfortable angle that can lead to great news, exciting ideas, and just a general level of optimism. I'm excited for that. (laughs) July 24th and 25th, we have Venus in conflict with Jupiter. Now this energy can be seen as lucky because of Jupiter or things can go overboard, right? Too much of a good thing isn't always a good thing. So this is not a day for working hard or feeling productive. You might as well just head out for fun and have adventures. This is, oh, what is this? A 24th and 25th is like a Sunday, Monday combo. <laughs> if you can take Monday off and have fun, do it. But just don't be expected to get down and dirty and really expect to finish that home building project over the weekend. On July 26th, we have Mercury in conflict with Mars. With this, you might feel guilty for having that fun you did yesterday, but remember, don't. Today's energy is really all about practicing your patience. This energy makes people walk on the edge and ready to pounce. But remember that fun you had yesterday practicing being a duck and just letting it roll off your back remember the fun you had and just let it go if people are edgy or if you're frustrated with yourself it's okay it will pass on July 28th Jupiter will begin its yearly retrograde this lasts until November 23rd so this giant planet of our luck and abundance and expansion it's going to start going backwards, right? This is a time where we get to go back over opportunities we've already welcomed into our lives in the last eight months. And instead of seeking new things, it's a time to review all the great things that we already have. Maybe even revisit that killer idea or the thing you didn't quite have time to jump on within the last eight months. This is a great opportunity to go back and revisit it. It can also feel like things are slowing down remember it's all part of the process. On July 28th, we also have a new moon in the sign of Leo. This is a time for new beginnings, a time to refocus your intentions on what you want to create and manifest next. With Leo new moon, it's asking you to bring in all of that play and creativity back into your life, right? It isn't all about work and no play. We also have the sun in conflict with Jupiter today. So Where Jupiter begins its retrograde and it's sort of this sign of Santa Claus, right? He wants to give us everything we want, but sometimes it's just too much. So this can feel like an optimistic day or it can feel like overwhelm. Just whatever you do, don't let it run away from you. Mercury will also be in conflict with Uranus on this day. This is an opportunity to get ready to learn something wild, right? Uranus likes the unpredictable and likes surprises. Mercury is about communication. So this is a great time to plant a new seed, um, to seek ideas that are maybe outside of the box, to launch a business that's outside of the box, all of these things. July 29th, this is all moon energy today, right? This is not planetary, but it could leave you feeling very uneven, unstable and unbalanced. So just be aware of that. This is as it kind of finishes its wrap up in Leo and moves into Virgo. So it's going to be sort of a draw back and forth, just something to be aware of. I don't usually report on moon energy, but it's kind of a doozy that day. On July 30th, we have Mercury in tension with Saturn retrograde. So this is where I don't want you to expect to like get up out of bed and hit the ground running. This is one of those days where you're going to want to take your time and things will ease in throughout the day, leaving you plenty of time later in the day to do your to-do list, but it's going to take a little bit of a minute to get going. And then on July 31st, we have the sun at ease with Jupiter and retrograde. So this is a super lucky day when it's easier to see the big picture and head out on an adventure or try a new experience. This is also really a great day for putting yourself out there. This is not a day about worrying about the details. This is just looking at the big picture and going for it. Venus is also in a strengthening aspect today with the North Node. So this is another thing where it feels good to do something out of your comfort zone and allow you to become the best version of yourself. Now we have two little negative jabs to this day. They're not too bad. Venus is in conflict with Chiron and Mercury has some tension with Saturn. So these two little jabs are maybe going to ask you if you really want to be that excited, but trust me, you do. (laughs) And any of those negative thoughts that may come up, right? Saturn is going to ask you to be responsible. Is this really the most responsible thing to do? Which is fine, but don't let it stop you. There's too many good aspects to this day. So that, my friends, is July in a nutshell. It is a little bit of a mixed bag, but what the biggest parts I want you to focus on are the weekends where we have beautiful energy coming in that is going to feel good and it's going to feel freeing. We're going to have a few days that are a little slow to get going. (laughs) Um, But in particular, I would say the first and second are going to be rough the 26th, the 28th and 29th could be a little rough. But we have beautiful days on the 4th, the 10th, the 17th, the 23rd and the 31st are stellar. They're just great astrological days. Um, Again, launching anything on the full moon or the new moon is great opportunities this month. Don't forget to um, charge your crystals and that sort of thing during the super moon. And really, don't hesitate to reach out if you have any questions. I'm always here ready to dive into the astrology of the week or the day with anyone and let you know how things may be affecting you personally. And also, if any of these days happen, and they don't happen, as I've said, they're going to for you, like maybe the 23rd is not the most stellar day in the world for you. It's not that you did anything wrong. It's not that I did anything wrong. I'm just overviewing the bigger picture. And we all have free will. And there's so many other things that can come into play. But remember, this is just a general overview. All right, everybody, best wishes for a healing July. Sink into those comfort foods, those comfortable clothing, the comfortable relationships. And I'll see you uh, at the end of the month as we get ready for August. Have a good one. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Be sure to head over to emilyandherstars.com for more information about this episode, show notes, photos, and links to all of my current offerings. If you're kind enough to leave a positive rating and review, send me a screenshot and I'll give you 15% off your next session. Thanks so much and have a wonderful woo-filled day. Bye-bye.